It has happened. The New York football giants have won their first game since the start of the Blue Rush podcast. We'll try and hold back the tears after Eli's final start and his big win at the Meadowlands with our pal Paul Schwartz. Lifetime Giant and Radio Sideline reporter Howard Cross also joins the show. All that and more next on Blue Rush with the New York Post. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Blue Rush, a New York Giants podcast with the New York Post. I'm your host, Jimmy Fallon. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, rate us five stars, and write a nice review, dang it. We will gladly take it at this point. Paul Schwartz and Howard Cross join the show today, so let's get it on. Ladies and gentlemen, as they tell us all the time here in New York City, if you see something, say something. And seeing as we're all supposed to be on the lookout for things that are strange and unusual, it is right for me to point out that the New York Giants have won a football game for the first time in the history of the Blue Rush podcast. It is our our maiden victory, producer Jake Brown. Uh, try not to get too close to the wires. You still have Gatorade on you. I got I don't emotional want you to get yesterday. I almost cried. I mean, let's be real, Jimmy. <laughs> it was awesome. The send-off, the family in the field. He picks up the, the kid. It's like they won the Super Bowl, but then you realize it was the Miami Dolphins. It was, one of the it worst didn't really count. It was the Dolphins. But we'll take a man. You got to play the teams on the schedule. And Mighty 10, Eli Manning, with a heartwarming, wonderful day. I, I, to be honest... I don't know that the sentiment uh, at the beginning of the game was the same at the end. And what I mean by that is, you know, places roaring at the end of the game. Where do people go now at football games? Because there's no one in the stands. Now, I know they sold a lot of tickets, but what do they do? Go to the bars and watch the game? Well, no. The one, there's tickets that people just don't use. I is mean, you have season is? ticket holders and people in StubHub who didn't sell their tickets, uh-huh. who couldn't go. They didn't want to deal with the cold. Although yesterday it wasn't even that cold. It was like 45, which is like well, summer in, the, in uh, New York. <laughs> summer right in the Meadowlands. Plus, a lot, you know, a lot of people that couldn't wake up by 1 o'clock because of SantaCon the oh, night before. Oh, my. Don't. don't like, we can't eat. That's a whole other episode of a show. <laughs> I, I hate SantaCon with a passion. I know that makes me the old Grinch. And you're not even a parent. I know. And As I was a, dealing with it Saturday because I went to Smashburger and there's People almost got thrown out. They did throw them out. These these drunk hooligans in their costumes. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Jake, you kids get off my lawn brown. Uh, yes. Producer of the stars. Well, it's funny to me as a parent because you're driving through the city. And now my son Lincoln sees Santa throwing up on a street corner. My exactly. like, guy made some bad cookies, Lincoln. I don't know. The joy is turning to drunk hooligans. <laughs> Santa's got to check the expiration date on that cookies and milk next time. Uh, but the expiration date on Eli Manning. Has not passed. Uh, he had a great day yesterday. Two touchdowns, three picks. One of them was didn't matter. It was at the end of the first half when they were down 10-7. for 283. He looks good. Yeah. I am, listen, we are Eli Manning uh, truthers when it comes to conspiracies in the NFL. A lot of people tell us he's done playing. I don't see how you have the day like he had and want to walk away. Well, Miami's defense also looks like he makes your son Lincoln Fallow look like <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> um, I, I will agree with that, uh, but but it was such a nice way for him to leave the Giants, if that's how he leaves the Giants. But as a guy who's a competitor, who's as good as he is, I, oh man, he would never speak out and say, like, yeah, the way this season went down really burnt my butt. He wouldn't say that. He's above the fray and he's classy. But I'm starting the rumor right here on Blue Rush. According to my sources... Uh, I have an inside trusted locker room confidant named Jack Daniels. 
And Jack told me last night that Eli is not done. Are uh, you sure it's not the Jack Rabbit? That, no, it's the uh, Jack Rabbit. Released we, a couple days ago. I can't get into it. I'm trying not to mimic any of his communication techniques at the moment, so bear with me. But as a Giant fan, lifelong Giant fan, Jake Brown, uh, how how beat up were you yesterday? Was this really was this heavy for you? Yeah, because you know it, it's weird. It's just like all these years, 16 years. You see him coming for Kurt Warner. You have the two Super Bowls. And we got to say, Jimmy, thank you, Eli. Thank you for all the memories. Thanks for two Super Bowl rings. A lot of misery. Thanks for dealing with incompetency with Pat Shermer and Ben McAdoo, who you like to say is driving around Uber XLs and uh, Uber helicopters now. Uh, thanks for all the, what all, all you've done. Just the class act, just stepping up to the media after every game, after every loss, having to deal with the love, the love boat questions, the boat, the Green Bay, all that. Your receivers dropping things, having to deal with Odell Beckham. I mean, there's been a lot that Eli Manning's been through in this town, and he's handled it all with absolute class, and that's what we're going to miss because we don't know what the future is with Daniel Jones. We don't know who the future head coach is. You don't know anything about this organization right now because they stink. So those glory days are are over in a couple of weeks, and it's it's weird. It was nice to have that. It was a nice New Jersey. It was a nice New Jersey day. Like all we were missing was. Never Say Goodbye by John Bon Jovi. And then we could have wept our way into the sunset. Um, well, here's the thing. That, oh, that's awkward, Jimmy. You got two <laughs> weeks left. Daniel Jones is coming back with an injury. One. Two, do we know he's coming back? You talk with Paul Schwartz. Will he play against the Redskins? M- me and Schwartz, had, we, we disagreed over this two weeks ago. I don't think Daniel Jones should come back. If he's the franchise, he's the future of this organization, and we're, what are we, 3-11? and 11? Yeah. We don't, these games don't matter. And they don't matter that much to his development because he's not playing against quality opponents either. You're playing the Redskins, it's going to be a little chippy. There's a lot of guys out there that it's an amateur hour portion of the season now if you're playing another team with a losing record. And I don't know, I think it's too much of a health risk at this point. I'd rather him just rest up. But 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 to you, Jake Brown, as a guy who appreciates the sentiment of Eli's send-off, are you just more concerned with... Uh, Eli's Hollywood ending holding up. Like, are you? Are it's you, awkward now because yeah. if you bring him, if you bring him back against the Eagles, the fans who were at that final game who paid. I know a girl that that went from uh, Hollywood. She flew from Hollywood from California for this game and paid money because she knew it was going to be Eli's last game. If he comes back now, now it's just awkward and the beautiful send off that was, and and the best thing Pat Shermer has done in his coaching ten years a giant as Paul Schwartz addressed too. Is completely thrown out the window, uh-huh. but now you have to go back to Daniel Jones. And while we're, both of us are right in saying that there's no reason for him to be out there and get re-injured, because listen, if he gets hurt in a serious injury, that's all of next year potentially. And then what? Do you bring Eli yeah. Manning back no. for another season? Do you I'm draft Joe Burrow? What do you do? And now we have to Eli has to sit through 14 more losses so he can play again in Week 15 and, and win a game. Uh, it's insane to me. But everybody, everybody. That is saying, no, Jones should play. It's his team. He's the future. We don't need this. Every one of those people will want Pat Shermer fired if Daniel Jones gets hurt. That is the reality of New York. Very prisoner of the moment sport And that fans. kind of injury, I mean, you're favoring your ankle a little bit. There's a chance you can get hurt again. So it's not like a <laughs> sore shoulder or like your elbow hurts or you're tired. This is like an injury that you could hurt yourself again. Yeah, you're not exactly, uh, it's not exactly a safe space behind the Giants offensive line this year. I don't know if you heard. It's not a safe space associated <laughs> with the Giants. I mean, uh, J- your friend Jack Daniels is involved many weeks. Yeah. Jack, my 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 other my other counselor, Johnny Walker, who predicted the Giants would win yesterday. I did bet the Giants, and you're never supposed to bet with your heart ever. But the idea that they were favored. 
by two and a half and three points all week long. Did you buy the half point? Or I did you, not. You just did I minus did three, and it, and it worked off for you. Wow, yeah, yeah. very nice. And there we are. I hit a three-team parlay. On no, the, you did it. The Eagles' last play. Well, the we're Eagles moving miracle. on up. <laughs> like, Dwayne Haskins decides to do this flip, and every better yeah. who bets the Eagles in America is literally jumping off their couches for joy, and everyone who bet the Redskins broke their TVs and is, and is looking for Cyber Monday deals oh, in December. Oh, man, that's not pretty. Did but you see you that? won. Yes, I watched the replay, that but was, I didn't know you had money in the game. I should have assumed you did. That hit a parlay. Every time I run into Jake Brown on a Monday, I have no idea what to expect <laughs> based on the previous day's bets. Broke even. <laughs> Some, last, last time you came over my house, you had the nose and glasses on like Bobby Valentine when he was hiding in the Mets dugout. Sometimes He's got a patch. My son Lincoln's like, Dad, there's a pirate at the door. I don't know yeah. what's going on. It, it's, a, it's an up and down when it comes to parlays and gambling. But this week was a break-even week, which uh, is a win, essentially. No, we'll take it. Uh, but but the pirate, uh, Jake Brown, sails off to victory, as does Eli Manning. We should bring on Paul Schwartz because he was there. He was in the locker room. As Pee Wee said at the end of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I don't need to watch it, Dottie. I lived it. Paul Schwartz lived it. So Eli's big win for the Giants now translates into a huge win for the listeners of Blue Rush as we ride that momentum into a big booking today. Joining us now as he does every Monday, uh, the New York Giants beat writer for the New York Post, uh, the one and only Paul Schwartz. Hey, Paul Schwartz. The one and only. That sounds like the um, theme for this podcast, right? The one and only Giants win since we've been doing this together. So, uh, yes, my, my one and only. Wasn't that the name of a movie? So we have our one and only victory together, Jimmy. You and I, um, I don't know how far we can take this, but let's enjoy the moment. Uh, Jimmy, all I can say is right now, uh, a, a minute and 50 seconds into this, we're going to take you out of the out of the podcast, okay, and give you the ovation you deserve. I'm <laughs> going out on top. We'll always have Miami, kid. We'll always have Miami. Uh, was it as electric as it looked on TV? Because the place was, I mean, what a what a wonderful moment for Eli Manning and the Giants. What was the vibe in the stadium? Well, the one thing is about TV, it's a little bit of a distorted picture because it hones in on all those fans in the last two minutes who are, you know, lining the 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 lower bowl and cheering for Eli. Mm-hmm not showing the vast amount of empty seats that were in the building at that point. I mean, let's face it. When this game started, it was not a full house. I know. You know, 2-11 and 11 does not make it a full house, despite Eli Manning's farewell game. But, look, this was, this was done right. You know, the Giants finally got something right as far as building a lead against a lousy team, having a nice cushion, being able to orchestrate a farewell to have Pat Shermer with a minute and 50 seconds to go, put Alex Tanney in the game, let Eli Manning walk off the field. No, it, 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 was a, it was good stuff, Jimmy. It really was. And, you know, as you know, sometimes in sports you can't do it. It doesn't work. You're not winning by a lot. You're not winning at all. The game just doesn't dictate it. This was one time when the team around Eli actually – pushed everything forward in a positive way to allow this to be a pretty memorable day at MetLife Stadium. It really was. I mean, seeing Eli run onto the field and have his his kids out there and hugging his three daughters and, you know, his his little baby son and his wife, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it good pictures, good stuff, you know, good riding opportunities, good all around. So you're saying Shermer handled it better than McAdoo? 
Well, um, yes, he did. But, um, you know, I, 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 you know, look, I, I um, sort of have a soft spot in my heart, actually. Not maybe in, not in my heart, uh-huh. but in my head for McIndoo. He got royally screwed yeah. by the situation with the Giants. He really did. He did. Uh, you know, we're not going to go into that. But ownership told Ben McAdoo, get the other quarterbacks ready to play. And he did. He just picked the wrong one to play. <laughs> Should have picked Davis Webb, not Geno Smith. But yeah. yeah, you know, this was, look, this was Pat Shermer's best call and best play. <laughs> since he's been with the Giants is taking Eli Manning out of the game at the right time. Well, now there's no question about that. But the big question being asked now by some people is having the performance that he did yesterday. I've asked you this question nine times now. Um, Do you think this fuels speculation that he could play somewhere else next year? I mean, it was a nice moment, but he also looked like he had something in the tank. No. <laughs> I don't. He threw three interceptions. Now the the, the middle one was a throwaway at the end it's of the first half. half. Yeah. Not not a big deal. Eli's done that in a lot in his career, mm-hmm. and that shows Eli does not care about his stats. Mm-hmm. He'll throw the ball up for grabs at the end of a half, and even if it's intercepted, no big deal. And and even at the end of the game, you know he could have he could have changed plays and th- uh, you know tried short touchdown throws into the end zone instead of handing it to Saquon Barkley and Buck Allen. He doesn't care about the stats and those kind of things. But no, I don't think so. Look, I mean, Eli was fine yesterday. He was Mm -hmm. fine in the game. Uh, He can still throw the ball, but things have to be on schedule. Look, if Saquon Barkley doesn't run for 112 yards and average almost five yards a carry, it's Mm -hmm. a different situation. Things have to be on schedule for Eli to succeed now. So I think this was a, is what what it was. It was a good moment. It was a great send-off. I hope it's his last game. I really do. I hope he doesn't have to play in Washington next week. But, <laughs> uh, you know, look, Eli may, may go back and say, you know what, I still got a little juice in his arm and his legs. I can still play. He says he feels great, but I still think he's going to retire at the end of the year. Okay. I mean, listen, at this point, I almost would because I want him to go out. He's got a 500 record now. That was a big win. A lot of people didn't talk about that yesterday, but he was going into that game with a losing record as a quarterback, which is stunning to think because they've had as much success as they've had. Um, But now he's pulled even at 500, and I don't want to see him play against the Redskins. That'd be awful. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go out with one game under 500. And I I don't think it's a given that they would beat the Redskins by any stretch. And Dwayne Haskins finally looked good yesterday for them. Um, It's no no given they would beat anybody, obviously. (laughs) And, and, And one thing about Eli's, Eli's 500 record. Mm. You know, there's one thing, one thing about that is, you know, the reason we're talking about Eli Manning as a possible hall of famer, um, I think a likely hall of famer and why he's beloved and a franchise icon is not his 117 and 117 record Mm -hmm. in regular season. It's his postseason record. That is Eli Manning. He is a great postseason quarterback. um, You know, and that is why he's beloved. He's, mm-hmm. he, he was a winning, winning quarterback in the postseason. What was he, 8-1 and one in those two Super yep. Bowl runs? So that is Eli Manning, way more than 117 is 117, is that he was a phenomenal postseason quarterback. I, I will give you that. In a lot of ways, he was like the Derek Jeter of quarterbacks in that he did. He elevated his game uh, when the stakes were raised. Uh, let's hope he doesn't get into ownership in the same manner Derek Jeter did, is all I'll say. Yeah, I don't think Eli is going to be um, – um, purchasing a share of the Cincinnati Bengals and running them. I, I don't think that will happen, no. Paul, isn't there a chance that Eli keeps playing? You know, you're hearing reports that Daniel Jones might not be 100%. Eli might play another game. 
I feel like that kind of makes things awkward here the last two weeks, especially if he does start that Philly game to end the season after this whole big send-off. Well, I don't think it'll be two games. I really don't. I think possibly one. Look, they want, you know, here's the thing, which, you know, we, we, we all, I mean, I'm including us all in this, me too, is that, you know, when Eli Manning gets back on the field, you kind of, oh, it's Eli Manning again. I've seen him for 16 years, but he is the backup quarterback. I mean, in the minds of Pat Shermer, and this team, Eli is the backup. Now he's an unusual backup, but he is the backup. So they want their starter to play. I have a feeling, look, if you look at the timeline, Daniel Jones was in a boot a week and a half ago. He was practicing this past week. So I think unless there's a setback and unless they look at this and say, you know, this 22 year old rookie can play, but he can't protect himself. I think he will be okay to play. And if he is, I think they want to play him. Look, everyone knows that, Things could go bad in Washington. Not that Washington's a good team, but the Giants are a bad team, and I agree. This was the right send-off. Um, so I don't think there's, there's really any chance, in, unless Daniel Jones comes back in Washington and gets hurt again, that Eli will play in the last game. Look, they're not idiots. They know that, yes, there is an awkward quality to this. If Eli comes back and plays again in two weeks at home, they can't do any better than sending him off the way they did. So I, I think Daniel Jones will play in Washington, and I think – barring a setback and an injury that Eli has thrown his last pass with the Giants. All right. So in the words of Paul Schwartz, that that's all folks uh, for the Eli Manning era. Listen, we couldn't be luckier uh, with a quarterback. I mean, when you really look at, you know, the reality of what we're doing right now, starting over with Daniel Jones, what the Jets are doing across the across town with Sam Darnold, uh, we got our money's worth out of Mighty Ten, and I don't think there's any dispute about that, Paul Schwartz. And, and you yourself have made our GMs look very good on this show through the years. Uh, I know Ernie, of course, he would be thrilled if he had drafted you for this show. So thank you, Paul Schwartz, for another stellar performance. Yeah, um, Eli Manning, I think, has made more money than any player in history at this point. Um, wow. I, um, I think I have not made um, <laughs> more, as, more money than anybody on a podcast, I don't think. <laughs> I will have to check the records and see what my podcast finances are, but um, I think I'm sort of in the middle of the pack there, or maybe not in the pack there, as the case may be. But um, we do it for the love of the game, right, Jimmy? Love of the game. I'm not going to pull a Le'Veon Bell just yet and, and, and skip a season. But if it comes to that, me and you are ready to act. I hope the bosses hear this. We'll talk soon, Paul Schwartz. I don't think the bosses listen, but no, okay, no, they thank don't. you. <laughs> Take care. Jimmy, I spoke with Giants running back Wayne Gallman at the Top Spin charity event. They do a terrific job there at Top Spin. Make sure you check them out and donate. Spoke to him about the leader that Eli Manning is in the locker room. Eli always has that commanding role because everyone wants to listen and learn from him. I've always been that guy to listen, and, you know, everyone else is too in the room. So it just goes to show that Eli's still that leader for us, and, you know, he always will be. Jimmy, I also asked Wayne Gallman at the Topstone Charity event about Saquon Barkley and being in the backfield with him and his presence. Just him being like a younger brother, man, he's annoying. You know, we go through, we have a lot of fights and stuff like that, but, you know, we're all family, man. And, you know, our whole running back room is real close, real tight. And uh, it just goes to show how I can say Saquon just brings a lot of people together. It's good to be along with him. This is a big moment for our show, Jake Brown, because these new t- next two guests that are about to come on, 
have far better radio voices than you and I. I was just hearing this during the mic check. I'm a little, I'm a little intimidated right now. It's like we were singing our little thing, and now Boys to Men walked in, and uh, we had emerged calls, which is some fancy stuff beyond this program. A lot so, has happened. Uh, merging a phone call is like time travel to guys with our limited tech skills. But joining us now, two people with unlimited tech skills. One is a lifelong Giant and Super Bowl champion, Howard Cross. Good morning, Howard Cross. Good morning. How are we doing? Uh, better now, but that the, your voice is killing me. You got to put out an R and B album, man. Very sexy. Like I can't. <laughs> the Keith Sweat of yeah, radio. Yeah, you're the Keith Sweat of radio. I can't even concentrate. And if she's even still on the line at this point, uh, working with him on the Encourage Kids Foundation is the lovely and talented Michelle Hall. Hey, Michelle Hall. Hey, good morning, everyone. So excited to be here. Yeah, where did you find Howard at? Like at a, at a tryout for The Voice? I mean, listen to this guy. <laughs> It's killing me. You guys are great. I guess we're, we're trying. We're, I love it. You know what it is? We're peppy today because this is the first win of the year since we started this podcast. We we weren't on the air. For, for real, Howard, we weren't on the air for the first two wins. So this is it. This is our day. We've been playing the theme song from the Jeffersons for an hour and a half, and we're running around moving on up. It's a big day. I love it. Uh, but we're here today, right. first and foremost, to talk about a big night. Uh, we have the big, uh, it is the 35th anniversary gala of the Encourage Kids Foundation. It's going to take place Wednesday, the 11th of March at Cipriani Wall Street, which is very swanky, Jake Brown. Have you been to Cipriani Wall Street? I can't say. I, I went to, like, the Hillstone or some Hillside, Hillstone yeah. last night, and it was, again, <laughs> above my pay grade, like these merge calls. No, no, I uh, went. So I, Wall Street is some next-level stuff. Yeah, I went to a Fox Christmas party there, and on the way up the steps, the guy was like, no, we're not hiring, sir. <laughs> and I was like, I gave it a shot. I gave it, I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Uh, but this is a big event. Can you tell us a little bit about the event? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we're, we're super excited, first of all, to be in Cipriani. It's, a, as you said, an amazing space, super elegant. And we will be celebrating 35 years of making hospitals a better place to get better for children and their families. Encourage Kids uh, is in over 300 hospitals in the United States. But we started right here in New York City providing support for hospitals in the tri-state area. And we're just super proud to be growing and, and expanding the way we are and reaching more and more kids. Now, that's really cool. Yeah, I think you've served over a million people already, too. Wow. Yes, absolutely. That's a big number. That's a big I, – I, and I would imagine that um, at an event like this, what what does it consist of? Are you guys – are you dancing? Is, is Howard singing some of his R&B hits? What actually goes on? <laughs> that's messed up. That would be wonderful. Um, but Howard is great. So the kids absolutely love him. He, uh, he'll introduce, last year he introduced one of our kids that was a speaker and, uh, Katrina Hazel, and she did a fantastic job. But you're right. It's dancing. It's music. It's, um, a chance drawing so people have the opportunity to win great prizes. But we also bring our kids there so they have an opportunity to look at that mission and see it up close and understand who they're making an investment in. This year's theme is going to be reflecting on the past with a 2020 lens towards the future. And we're going to bring back some of our alumni to talk about how Encourage Kids helped them move forward in their lives and uh, kind of overcome those medical challenges. So it's going to be super exciting. And these kids are excited about it. And I went to an event a couple of months ago, and besides the fine wine and incredible food that you guys did have there, uh, I mean, I, I heard one of the one of the kids who went to the camp tell a story of, 
you know, how, how it uplifted them and brought up their spirits and getting to meet an Islander and, and the whole ordeal. And uh, you really change kids' lives with this uh, program. And let, let people know where, where they can donate and, and get involved. Absolutely. Um, you can come to our website. It's encourage-kids.org. But you can also, everybody, do me a big favor. Pick your social media uh, platform of choice and follow Encourage Kids because that's where you're going to see what we're going to do. You're going to see, uh, if you follow us through March, you'll get to see Ian Howard and some photographs at Cipriani having a blast. It's going to be great. So that's what people can do. They can follow us. They can visit our website and really do a deep dive into how we're helping these kids across the nation. I love it. Uh, Howard, one word of advice uh, from a veteran like myself, get all the photos out mm-hmm. of the way before the bar opens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a night of celebration. <laughs> people really like seeing people uh, having a good time and donating a lot of money. So it's a great cause. And Please come out and donate. Absolutely. And it's the holiday season, so we're all in a giving mood. So let's do it. Yeah, they can donate. Absolutely. They can donate now. They don't even have to wait till March 11th. Donate. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's technology. Thank you. You don't have to wait till the 11th. You know, the 11th, you got to pick out an That's outfit. so far. And, yeah, that's down the road. Come on, folks. Before. you got to move now. Is what you gotta, we got to play a hurry-up offense today, Jake Brown. Um <laughs> Howard, you'll have to excuse us uh, for segueing into football, but as I said, we are over the moon today. I mean, you covered this team all year long. You know there hasn't been a ton of positives. Um, Were you a little, as an ex-player, was that emotional for you to watch yesterday? Uh, It was pretty cool. You know, Eli's meant so much to the organization uh, for so many years, two-time Super Bowl MVP, playing with uh, great teams and playing with some teams that weren't so great and fighting his way through it all the time, um, being the ultimate class individual, never, you know, never a, a harsh word with anyone. He just, he just demands, you know, you gotta, you gotta really love that. And then playing against a team that, you know, record show that he's never lost to was probably his best moment. Yeah, that was a win. I mean, you might say with the way he's gone about his job with such a class and dignity, that he is the encouragekids.org of quarterbacks. You see what I did there, Jake Brown? That's a segue. <laughs> yeah, I like that. There you go. We'll wrap there it all go. up that's nice. Where that's, where wrap, that's a wrap around right there. I like it. You do it as an honor, to, to as a tribute to Eli's big win yesterday. You donate today. You say, you know, Eli made me feel, you know, it's, it's spiritual currency, Jake Brown. I will say that you... I will say that you did screw up the website, though. It is encourage-kids.org. But I do appreciate the effort. It was very nice, seamless. Listen, I'm more more worried about our friends being able to spell encourage, to be honest with you. There's going to be a lot of of Google going on with my friends, but uh, they will visit the site. (laughs) But uh, but we're we're excited about Eli. Uh, You know, we're we're looking forward to the offseason just to see what, you know, what shakes out with this team. Uh, have you seen, as a, as a former Super Bowl champion and a guy who covers the team regularly, have you seen any of the building blocks uh, that would lead you to believe there's something here, you know, two years, three years from now? Yeah, they got a lot of, they got a lot of good young talent. Eximinus is the pass rusher off the corner. You know, Lorenzo Carter, mm-hmm. uh, Dexter Lawrence in the middle, uh, you know, big young guys that are just, just their rookie year getting started. You got a whole secondary of, of guys that are, are in their first or second year. So, you know, you'll have uh, Peppers back after, uh, after his injury next year. You'll have Love that'll be back there. Uh, uh, his rookie year, Bill and Baker and, and Valentine, you know, all guys rookies, like first-year players, the entire secondary, you start to shape up from them from an offensive standpoint. Um, the receiver side of the, of the ball, they're going to, you know, the kid, 
Slayton from Auburn. I hate to say Auburn, but you know the kid from Auburn <laughs> has been dynamic <laughs> as, a, as a as a rookie, and he's phenomenal with great speed, running great routes, catching the ball. He's you know he's leading I think all rookie receivers in the NFL right now with eight touchdowns. Uh, so there's a lot of upside, and not to mention the, the quarterback himself, Daniel Jones, um, bright kid, uh, kind of you know from Coach Cut down there in, in Duke, uh, the same school that Peyton and Eli kind of went through. Uh, from quarterbacking, that is not the actual college, but and it just seems like a lot of upsides. You just got to start filling the pieces in. You can catch Howard Cross on WFAN as their sideline reporter uh, for all the games this year and every year. Um, the future of coaching, where do they go? Pa- Pat Shermer's getting fired. Howard, who? I mean, let's just let's just say wow, how it is. Like it. It, that's how it's going <laughs> to be, man. Uh, who would you go with? First off, I don't know if he's getting fired. Or not. <laughs> so let's, let's start with that. I, that. But if you're going to speculate on people, there are a lot of different ways to go for any anything from like a coach like a Ron Rivera, uh, the coach at Baylor. Um, right now, it's one of the hot one of the hot hot voices out, out there that everyone's listening to and talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who else they would be looking at um, because you you need a guy that either someone who's going to rebuild and has a positive kind of flow on things, or you need a guy like a Ron Rivera who. You know, that guy, he did a great job coaching down there in, in Carolina. So those two guys are like the front runners in my mind, but I'm not part of the organization, so I don't know who they're looking at. Yeah, I mean, I know there is a, an underachieving college program this year called Alabama, uh, whose coach has always <laughs> talked about when these jobs open up, Howard. Uh, is there ever a world where Nick Saban puts, a, puts aside his billion-dollar uh, college deal and comes back to the NFL? What do you think? Nah. <laughs> you just don't his want to wife, bust up wife. the tide. Come on, man. Nah, his wife would never let him leave Alabama. <laughs> That's just kind of, he's like he's basically the governor, you know, the president of the state, kind of. I like guess their own individual state, uh, uh, country. He, he's a man down there, so it's kind of hard to say like I'm going to leave. Uh, they'll keep offering him more money. I think he's made the school close to a billion dollars, so no, nah, he's not going anywhere. All right, we'll put that to bed for now. Uh, another college <laughs> coach whose name pops up a lot. Do you think Urban Meyer would ever jump to the NFL? Um, That's a great question. I don't know if his coaching style kind of fits that mode, but it'd be interesting to see what the, if, if someone's willing to take a shot on him. You know, the team that everyone keeps talking about that circles around back and back is uh, – is, is uh, I think it's the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys. Uh, which I don't really. Yeah, the Cowboys come up a lot. Uh, I don't know. Again, what like I don't know, know Urban personally, so mm-hmm. I, I can't say that I don't know what is what it would what it would be like. He's been very successful wherever he's gone, but I don't know him in a way a sense of how he would have to deal with men. It's a lot. It, it's not. I don't want to say it's easier because you have to be a recruiting process, getting to know the kids and and growing them into the men. But it is easier because there's a lot of turnover in college. When you're, mm-hmm. when you're a pro coach, you have a few, if you if you're lucky with a good team, you'll have some long lasting players. Yeah, that's true. I the mean, Redskins are the other team that comes up because of the Dwayne ha- Haskins, yeah, the Terry Haskins. McLaurin, Ohio State. And he was coach. at the Redskins game yesterday, watching Dwayne Haskins get a win and getting his contract for the off season to be oh. their new new head coach. Oh. Calling <laughs> it now, right? Now, <laughs> you know, the J- yeah, that's quite possible. The Redskins, the Redskins do they do things their own way. Yeah, well, the, the Jake Brown coaching carousel, it's wildly speculative. That's the best thing about it is we're just throwing it out there. He's already fired Pat Shermer. Uh, there's a lot of transitions <laughs> being made right now that the Giants aren't even aware of. But that's the kind of heat we have on this podcast now that we finally got a win. We have so much heat, in fact, 
that everybody should just do as we say. Get to encourage-kids.org is what everyone should be doing. That is our, that's your marching order today. It is encourage-kids.org. Uh, the event is March 11th at Cipriani Wall Street, but you don't have to wait till March 11th. You know, there's no, you spend your money now. There's no baby Yoda toy coming out for Christmas. That's already been confirmed. <laughs> spend, you can't, that's you can't so buy bad. your wife. You can't buy your wife a Peloton bike because they're mad at the guy in the commercial who did that. So you donate the money. to encourage kids. Why, why is that? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I'll never get it. And you know what else? Howard is a married guy. Anybody who ever buys an exercise bike would tell you it's going to be a laundry stand within two months. No one's even using it. That's a, that's a coat hanger. That, I just figured that it was like, you know, that was like, uh, you know, I think Equinox and all the gyms going after them. Like, hey, look, they're taking people out of our gym. Soul Cycle is like, hey, look, we got to go after this commercial. <laughs> I don't know. Genius. You, they, they blitz. They, we got to take them down. Yeah, they, they disguise the blitz in all kinds of ways these days. You know what I mean, Howard? You never know where it's coming from. I think that's brilliant analysis by you, by the way. That's very spot on. Uh, one more quick thing. So it is March 11th. It is Cipriani Wall Street. It is at encourage-kids.org. Howard Cross will be singing all the hits yes. from yesterday and today. No, yes. What's a guy like you open with, Howard? What do you What do you do? Little Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, oh, where do you start? Because you got to get reasons. Yes. Wow, that is wrong. Little September. I'll be there. Wrong. Yeah. Do you remember that podcast in December when you said you would sing? <laughs> I remember, Howard. I'm not forgetting. We're going to stay on this mission. But listen, we really appreciate you guys joining the show today. And best of luck with this. We're so excited to help out. Thank you so much. Rock and roll. And see you soon, Howard. Oh, Howard. Warm up those pipes, baby. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's it for this episode of Blue Rush. Thanks to our producer, Jake Brown, for another A-plus effort. Listen to all episodes of Blue Rush by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. You can find more Giants news by signing up for our daily New York Post sports newsletter and by visiting NewYorkPost.com. We'll be back Thursday previewing the Giants matchup with the Redskins. See you then.